Admittedly, I got a little wound up in my last video talking about the boxable casita and might have jumped the gun a little bit, as it is something that is super fun, super cool, super adorable, and kind of brand new. Not brand new, but at this scale, it's new to the real estate industry. The boxable casita still has millions of people absolutely captivated. And at the recent price increase, according to one of their representatives, to $60,000 and 150,000 people on the waiting list, that's like $9 billion in revenue. So it's a big deal. However, today's video, I'm going to talk about the things that I kind of glossed over, missed, or maybe even ignored when making my first video on that initial kind of hype and uh, just being really excited. So today I've compiled a little list of things that I have found that would be problematic in my opinion for most people with the boxable casita. So let's talk about what they could be doing better. Make me a deal. If you get any value or information out of today's video, hit that like and subscribe button. My name is Grayson Roberts, owner and realtor with Boss Properties. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest with the absolute best nationwide, don't hesitate to give me a call. However, I can't really help you with the boxable deal because, well, they're just really not selling them right now. Also, don't skip ahead because today's video sponsor is going to pay you to sign up. That's right. Weeble, our favorite free online stock brokerage that sponsors literally every single video we make. If you're interested in getting six free stocks with no strings attached, all you got to do is click on in our description, sign up, fund your account with as little as one cent. You can sell the stocks, buy the dip, make more money, or put them back into your bank account because inflation sucks. Anyway, let's talk about, in my personal opinion, and let me know in the comments below, and some of these I did actually pull from the comment section in the old videos to kind of address other people's concerns and questions, and it's just kind of an open forum. So hopefully the people at Boxpool might see this video, so definitely like and share it, so that way we could get these questions answered, maybe get things updated and prices hopefully reduced, which we'll talk about. So anyway, my first gripe is really doing the math on the price per square foot. Now, when this whole Boxpool thing first came around, they were advertising $15,000 for a unit, which is a no-brainer. That is about half the price of my current car. That would be awesome. But then, of course, Elon Musk kind of, you know, he lived in one, I guess. I don't know the whole backstory, but Elon Musk made these things go viral. Plus, they're really, really creative and unique social media marketing kind of campaign and their Instagram and Facebook and all the things they're doing is really good. So they have done a phenomenal job of garnering mass attention for these new casitas. So the price was at 50K. But then when the last time in the last video about a couple months ago, I talked to a representative from Boxable and saying that their most recent orders are being anywhere around $60,000. So they're increasing the price, which is a problem. Anyway, so the Boxable Casita is about 325 square foot. So $60,000 divided by 325 is $184 per square foot. And currently the average in the United States is $169 per square foot. So feet for feet, it is actually more expensive with the boxable, which is not a huge deal, but if they keep moving the price anywhere past 60, we're getting into where it's gonna be really expensive per square foot. And then you're not really solving anything. You just have a smaller house. And where I'm from, the average price per square foot is $140. So you can kind of see where I'm going with this. The price per square foot doesn't kind of make it a better deal. You're just getting a micro-sized house. My second concern is just simply the land cost. Now, where I'm from, land is cheap, it's everywhere, and it's no problem. You could pretty much put it wherever you want. 
not wherever you want, but it's really easy to find land. But there's a lot of places where it's not so cheap, not so easy. Maybe they have restrictions or whatever. So they never talk about actual land costs. You know, you have the price of purchasing a land. The average price per acre here in Missouri is about $7,000. And you don't need a whole acre for your teeny tiny little sustainable home, but it just, it's gonna add a few extra thousand dollars on there. And maybe you buy a, a piece of land or maybe you lease it and that could be hundreds of dollars a month. So the land cost does actually go into it, which makes the price for the unit at $60,000 even less appealing. Now I could be completely off base here and they could have solar panels, but I don't think they do. I see videos and images of all different types of concepts of what you can do with the Boxable Casita and maybe other projects they've done in the past, but I can't seem to figure out if it's just the regular, which you're gonna get, not concept or stacking or anything weird, if this is gonna come with it. And I don't think it is. So if they market it as a sustainable tiny home without solar panels and more importantly, battery packs, like a little battery room, so that way, you know, you can have your lights on throughout the night because solar panels will not retain that energy alone they need a battery system seems like if it came with solar power so it's truly a sustainable home then that would make the price per square foot make a little bit more sense because solar panels are expensive and also they don't have a sustainable water solution so you need to have of course power and heating in theory, solar panels could potentially power the teeny tiny little 325 square foot room. You gotta remember, it's got like eight foot ceiling window thing, so it's really easy to get natural lighting. So it's possible, but it would be cool if they kind of engineered something in the roof to make use of it. You know, next to the solar panels, there could be little filtered rainwater filtration gutter systems. I don't know. I don't have a solution for this. It just seems like those would be two simple things to include in a sustainable tiny home at $60,000. I could be wrong. My third, or I guess fourth, I don't even know, is the increase in price. $15,000 is a no-brainer. $50,000 was still a steal. $60,000 just proves that they're willing to increase the price. Now, I know, I get it. There's a lot of demand, and I understand how these simple supply and demand economics works, especially in real estate, because I'm a real estate professional, I own a real estate company. So I get it, I get it. But if they keep increasing the price to match demand, then they're just gonna be like the rest of the real estate market. They're gonna be adding to the problem of unaffordable housing instead of actually solving anything. So at $60,000 and 150 people, according to them, on their wait list for it with a deposit down, that's $9 billion in revenue. So they don't need to be raising this. According to them, they're already a billion dollar company without actually having these units publicly available for purchase. And the fact that it went from 50K to 60K just goes to show that they're not afraid of increasing the price to whatever they want because they think people are gonna buy them regardless, but you're starting to reach a major point of diminishing returns with price per square foot. And I think we've already passed that point. Also delivery dates. I am on their waiting list without a deposit. So I'm not like actually officially waiting in line. I'm for sure gonna get one. I am on their list or whatever, uh, their free list. So I haven't heard anything about dates. I haven't seen anything with any of their marketing. I haven't heard of anybody actually being able to go on their website and purchase and deliver and set these things up and live in them. Uh, so you'd think after months of this going on with $9 billion in your pipeline, at least uh, that we would have some dates. So that's a little frustrating that we're not even getting like, we're going to get it this year or they're available to purchase next year. It's just like, yeah, keep giving us money, keep placing orders and we'll figure it out later. Also, they are not stackable. I mean, they are stackable. They talk about how since they're modular homes, 
you could stack them, you could add them on, and you can just kind of build and block your own thing. But let's go off the example of, let's say you're gonna stack three of them. So three boxable casitas, because that seems to be one of the most popular configurations. You've got two on the bottom floor and then one for the top floor. I'll throw on some images. But if you stack them, let's go, you know, 325 square foot times three. So three boxable casitas would be 975 square foot. That's still $184 per square foot. So $60,000 per boxable times three would be $180,000. And that's before taxes, before utility hookups and running electricity and all that stuff to it. And that's also before land costs. So we're really looking at about $200,000 for 975 square foot, three bed, three bath. So when you look at it that way, that is really a less of a better deal because you gotta remember these things are being built as economically as possible. So it's going to be the lowest end building materials that you can really get aside from the metal frame. That's why they can drop like five cars on it. So those are all the gripes I have with it. I still love it. I'm still obsessed with it and I still want one. Uh, but I think that it's stuff like this that I would love to kind of get some answers on and, and, and move forward on this and kind of hopefully uh, open uh, open discussion with you guys in the comments and the, and the owners of a boxable or whatever. So for certain locations, for certain people and for certain investors or even residential primary residence home buyers, it could make sense because there's virtually unlimited ways to make money in real estate. You can do a thousand different things. And even the United States alone has extremely diverse living environments, especially when it comes to cost of living. So for someone here in the Midwest where housing is really cheap, it doesn't make sense. But maybe someone in California, it would make more sense. So, you know, it's just, you can't always, just because you're from one location or another, you can't be like, oh, this is the stupidest thing ever. It doesn't make any sense. I'm sure there are lots of use cases for this that I haven't even thought about because like I said, there's a, everybody needs a place to live. Everybody needs a place to work, right? So there's always going to be opportunity. But that is my short list of problems I have with the boxable casita that are going to need to be addressed. And I would think that a lot of you based off the comments from my last video would agree. So if you did hit that like subscribe button, I'm going to keep everybody updated on everything boxable casita. Get that free money with Weeble down below. Let me know if bots properties can help you with you any real estate services nationwide. And I will see you guys. I just flipped you off. I apologize. I'll see you guys in the next video.